Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. And the Black Crows are back. Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, more hot weather coming today, and it's also National Fortune Cookie Day. So open them up. Get lucky. You want air conditioning in your car? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to cost you 50 bucks a month. Mm. I don't like the sounds of that. Well, mm. we'll talk to Mike Quincy and find uh, from Consumer Reports later on this morning and find out what that's all about. Micro subscriptions for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Quincy joined us after 7 o'clock this morning. And uh, there's some other things, too. There are? Yeah, yeah what? Sure. what? I, I don't know. Go I mean, ahead. Name one. I believe it's Kaczynski's last day. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and our, pres- our president was in Massachusetts yesterday, too. Eh. Anyway, <laughs> did, did, he get, did he get lost? <laughs> was it a was it a bathroom break on the side of a highway? Yeah. What was it? Who let him wander away from the house? And some people think he admitted he had cancer, but they're not sure. Was he at like a Red Lobster with a tray on his <laughs> bib? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's five thirty-four. With back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Wings. We love them. And we're going to do Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533. Excuse me, 553. And the Eagles. We're back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. We're going to have 90s again today and maybe some severe thunderstorms coming in. About a 50% shot for the early afternoon. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Miles Teller played uh, Rooster in the Top Gun Maverick movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it seems like his wife might, uh, might, might have been the only one not into the trend her husband started with his Top Gun Maverick mustache. Because hmm. it's, you know, kind of looks like the one Anthony Edwards had uh, sure. uh, as Goose. He said she made him shave it off immediately after filming. And after the movie came out, his stash became pretty popular, especially on TikTok. Med would post videos of themselves copying the look. A facial hair expert even weighed in on how to replicate the look. And if you're one of those dudes, Miles totally supports you. Quote, I'm a big fan of it. If it makes you them more confident, the more power to you. Mm. But we'll see. It's like a hipster thing. What, growing a mustache? Now, these days. I don't know. Think about growing one myself. Are you? Yeah, maybe like a pencil-thin mustache. What do you think? Check with your wife The Boston Blackie kind? Yeah, right. A two-tone Ricky Ricardo jacket and an autographed picture of Andy Devine? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, Uh, I I don't think my wife would uh, complain too much about uh, about a pencil-thin. I'm looking at Miles' wife, and I'm like, "Uh, I would do anything she asked me to do. Mm. She told me to shave it off. I'd shave it off. (laughs) What about the mustache? Yeah, that too. Oh... Uh, Alicia Silverstone says her 11-year-old son Bear still sleeps with her. Although she also she rarely used diapers when she potty trained him, she just watched for cues that he had to go to the bathroom. Huh. She also uh, like chewed her food and spit it back into her kid's mouth. That oh, yeah. was her. Uh, she was like the bird way of feeding her children. Yeah, she did that. She's gonna have some very angry, disturbed kids when they get older. Probably. I mean, they're 11. And they're still sleeping with you. And you pre-chew their food. Well, she did pre-chew their food. I don't know if she does that now. That's when they were babies. Yeah. And the whole diapering thing. I gotta tell you, I'm not uh, I'm not for the no diapers. You can ruin a lot of couches that way. Really? Couches? 
and other things. Oh, you have why, experience have, with that? Have you ruined a few yeah. couches in college? Mm. With a, with no diaper on? Is I that don't what the need problem to explain was? anything yeah. here. Uh, apparently, Hollywood and the various streaming services haven't heard how bad the economy is because movie stars are still getting massive payouts. Tom Cruise is projected to earn $100 million for Top Gun alone. Of course, that also includes uh, profit participation and all those other perks. But here's some other stars getting paid for their upcoming movies. Will Smith getting $35 million for the Emancipation movie on Apple TV. See, mm-hmm. that whole thing didn't hurt him at the uh, Oscars. $30 million for Leo DiCaprio in Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, $30 million for Brad Pitt for the untitled Formula One drama that hasn't been named yet. I think it was... Uh, what, what was they showing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I lost it here. Oh, a list. There was another story here. A list of actors who get paid a million dollars per episode of the show. That's what I was losing. Kevin Costner gets a million dollars every time he does a Yellowstone. Episode. Really? I like to a get lot a, of money. I'd like to get a million dollars for something. Michael Keaton gets a million dollars every time he's on Dope Sick. Hmm. All right, he's pretty good on Dope Sick, though. H- have you seen 1923? No. No. Harrison Ford gets a million dollars, and so does Helen Mirren. For the same show. $2 million per episode for two actors? How do you make your money back? I was going to say, how popular are these shows? Because I, I didn't even hear of 1923. On, and these are streaming shows, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, and Well, Ted Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis gets a million dollars every time Ted La- he's on Ted Lasso. But that's because that show, you know, skyrocketed the popularity, too. That's where you'd yeah, make your money back. Did he get a million dollars per episode in that first season? Probably not. He's probably getting it now. Because the when it that was like a test show when it came out. See, because like, like a Harrison Ford could say, <laughs> I want a million dollars from the jump and get it because he's, you know, he's he's a, a box office attraction, even at his age. I'm Harrison Ford. Who is that? Harrison Ford. Oh yeah. Yeah, that? I hear it. Uh, Alana Honey Boo Boo Thompson is reportedly getting weight loss surgery next month. She's 275 pounds and wants to slim down to 125. Wow. She's tried to lose weight through diet and exercise, but that's not working. Hmm. And uh, she's going to go. It's 13 grand for this uh, procedure. Endoscopic sleeve. Does she still have some Honey Boo Boo residuals to, uh, to spend? She probably does. I would think so. Uh, her boyfriend is going with her and getting the same procedure done. That's romantic. It's very I romantic. think, you know, a couple that gets uh, bariatric surgery together. What are they going to do with the extra fat? Give it away? You don't give it away. It goes away. Yeah, it just... You can't, uh, you can't gift body fat. You can't? No. It, it melts into thin air. That's what it does. Yeah, that's right. Uh, not everything on Netflix will be available on the new ad-supported version when it launches in 2023, but the CEO says the vast majority of it will, and they're working with various studios to clear additional content. Netflix has really just kind of given up on the huh. user experience. Because people are bailing on it. Yeah, the stock is plummeting. You know, and I understand that because you know, the other streaming services are really catching up. Yeah. I mean, Netflix was awesome, mm-hmm. but they haven't really, uh, unless they got, you know, original programming that's so sensational, you can't uh, you can't walk away from it. Well, back in, I think it was February, they came out and they're like, yeah, we're raising the prices to fifteen ninety nine a month now. And then they had a bunch of people go, yeah, you know what? We're not paying fifteen ninety nine a month. And then they're <laughs> trying to crack down on this passcode thing. 
Then I heard, uh, I was reading some tech article about that, about the crackdown on the passwords thing. Mm-hmm. That that's actually going to encourage more piracy. Yeah. Among, like, hackers. Exactly. Trying to steal people's passwords and then selling them on the black market. I don't think they understand their consumer. No. At all. I don't think they care either. Uh, Lizzo is a huge Beyonce fan, and her love goes back a long way since she was a kid. Quote, that excitement never goes away. Every time I hear her, it's like, man, I want to make people feel this way. How can I make people feel that way, too? Man, it's bad bitch o'clock. <laughs> it's thick 30. And that's your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Sign up for our credit union's free mortgage and refinance. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, here's something interesting for you. Remember the All-Star game the other night? Neither do I. For various reasons, I found myself involved in other things. And yet, despite my belief that the Major League Baseball All-Star game is a worthless exhibition that's long past its relevance, I am compelled to tell you that the midseason classic was the most watched television show on Tuesday night. Can you believe that? Against Celebrity Family Feud, Dr. Pimple Popper, and a bunch of 90-day fiancé reruns, I would have thought it would have been a much tougher contest. And yet, apparently I was wrong. According to the latest data, more than 7 million Americans were glued to their TVs to watch the American League dismantle the National League All-Stars for the ninth year in a row. I'm bored to tears just recapping it for you. And yet, despite all the many options that were available to each and every one of us, the Major League All-Star game was the most watched show on television. Now, while that sounds impressive on the surface, the reality is those 7 million people represent the 9.7% decrease from last year's All-Star audience. In fact, Tuesday night's game represents the fifth time since 2015 that the All-Star game has seen declining viewership. Why? Because the All-Star game isn't really that interesting. Even Monday night's home run derby saw a decrease of 3.2%. Why? Because that sucks too. Listen, I'm not saying the All-Star game isn't worth watching. I don't have to. Your television viewing habits are saying it for me. Personally, I like the All-Star game a lot more where they only had three networks to choose from, and I didn't know any better. Today, I got a million other choices that are all better than watching a bunch of overpaid baseball players pretend to play a meaningless exhibition like it has some sort of relevance, when the truth is, I'd rather watch Dr. Pimple Popper lance a juicy boil the size of a baseball on TLC instead. But hey, none of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is a charcoal grill that made all other charcoal grills obsolete. Since 1951, it's simple, it works great. The 22-inch premium kettle grill on sale now at Rocky's for only 220 bucks. Plus, you get a free bamboo grill brush. Rocky's is your grilling destination. It's your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. As long as you... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 in the cars. Back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. If you want to avoid the rain, stay out of the outside around, I don't know, 1 o'clock this afternoon. That's when we might get some severe thunderstorms coming in. As for the temperatures, highs in the low to mid-90s again today. You guys have, like, normal uh, plates in your car, right? You know, like, vanity plates or no, anything like that? No, I would never do that. You ever do that? Yeah, I got uh, ass man on mine. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought I was the ass man. I thought Cosmo Kramer was the ass man. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was going to be a battle. Wow. I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize this until uh, just the other day that the uh, the registry of motor vehicles here in Massachusetts is about to start up a uh, 
low number of plate lottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, this is the kind of thing where you you sign up uh, to get like a like like a two or three uh, you, like digit license plate. Yes. And in other states where they've done this, uh, people go bananas over this because they like the uniqueness of having yeah. like only three numbers as mm-hmm. opposed to you know whatever it is now six seven. I, I lost track of it, but it's like this is important to some people. It is. And I don't understand any of that. I had a girlfriend one time whose dad tried to lure me into marrying his daughter by saying, hey, I got a low number. Of, you know, I, I'll give it to you if you want. Like he had been squatting on it or holding it. <laughs> like this is the family dowry? Yes. Like that was going to induce me I don't, into I, marrying his daughter. I, I knew a guy years ago who had, uh, I think it was like... 93A or something, mm-hmm. whatever the number, it was some sort of, it was two numbers and a letter. Right. And he drove a BMW, and he was kind of a douchey guy to begin mm-hmm. with, but he felt that having this particular plate on his car let police officers know that this was some sort, whatever the statute number was in the mass laws or mm-hmm. indicated that he was some sort of attorney, or so, but he wasn't an attorney. Right. It would just indicated that you were familiar with the legal system somehow and you didn't deserve a ticket. I don't know if it ever worked out for I, him or not. I, but, I think he's overthinking it. But but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know why people even care so much to... Because I it's, don't it's, care what my license plate says. No, but but that's because you know the the three of us are uh, you know not uh, motivated by ego or status. But that's exactly what this winds up being. There's only going to be 198 of these things issued. Yeah, and the deadline for this is September second. And you go to the RMV website uh, by uh, oh the deadline is the second, and they'll be announced the winners of these 198 specialty plates on September 15th. Now, some people feel they have a lucky number too, and oh, I'm gonna get 007, or I'm gonna get six no. eight six seven five three zero nine. You go back a few years. Remember, uh, if you're friends with Lieutenant Governor Karen Polito, you can get whatever plate number you want to. Remember that was that whole oh, thing yeah. where she was letting her friends get whatever numbers they wanted. I think they were Red Sox plates or something mm-hmm. like that. See, I know that the people who think that this gives them a level of status uh, think this is like awesome, but for the rest of us who don't care. I don't think these people understand that the rest of us are looking at you like you're a douchebag. It has the opposite effect of it, it giving to- you status. It, has, yeah. it, it actually right. eliminates yes. your status. Yes. It makes you look like a damn fool. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, I, I would never sign up for this. Mm-hmm. One, I don't really want people to be focused on on me in a car. I don't want people to be driving on the on the street and pointing at me like, "Hey, your back's from Rock 102." Mm. I'm just a guy in a car. Like everybody else in their car on that street at that particular moment. Yeah. Be- just every other guy. Because if you passed a license plate with that low of a number, you'd probably want to peek inside. Ooh, I wonder who's in that important car. Like I was driving around Longmeadow once, and there was a guy driving around in a very nice luxury vehicle. Mm. And his license plate said, I kid you not, I do backs. Hmm. I've never met this guy. I don't find him particularly attractive, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've been leading him on. But yet, this was his vanity plate. And he was an old guy. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, in his 80s. He probably uh, is no longer driving well, anymore. Bax is some probably some, you know, it was like a woman's name back in the 20s. I don't know. You know I, mean, I do Bax. 
I mean, she I, was a hottie. I mean, I, I I drove past the guy and mm-hmm. I you know moved over you know uh, another lane. I wanted to play a little hard to get. Well, I um, a little hard to get. A little hard, a little yeah, hard and, to get. And I don't think this guy was at the age where he could perform to his abilities. Uh, again, I I don't see uh, what the big deal is about these plates. Like, if you want something personalized on your car, just get a sticker or a magnet that uh, like a mag- magnet decal. That you can print up. Yeah. I mean, you, you might find this hard to believe. I don't really need to draw extra attention to myself unless it's totally necessary. And in a car with the registry of motor vehicles, I don't want to go into the, I don't want to go into the registry and, uh, and, and order my plates or, you know, even do it online and say, look at me. Mm. I've got three numbers on my plate. And did it say I do backs B A X or B A C K S? It was B A X. Really? Which is even more disturbing. Wow. Maybe they're a wax job professional or something like that. I don't know what I don't know what this guy was all about. All I know he was old and not my type. I saw a vanity plate uh, yesterday that said Capshaw. So obviously Steven Spielberg's wife was driving around here in Western Mass. Could be. I'm sure they got a place in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. But it's like I just don't understand any of this. And 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 the thing is, people will go nuts for these 198 plates yeah it's i don't know why i have no idea why what 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 is it gonna benefit you in any way to have one of these low number plates this is why i'm telling you it will actually have the opposite effect you think it'll look cool (coughs) it's gonna make you look like an idiot Mm -hmm. connecticut seems to be the one like people really go nuts with the personalized license plates down there Mm -hmm. is that just is that just me because a lot of celebrities are down there yeah, but I, even celebrities wouldn't draw attention to themselves by putting things on their license plate. I don't know you would think, but then what was Capshaw? Was that really the I, actress? I or was, I, maybe not, yeah. but it's a, you know, it, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, whether they're actors or actors. I think you know people are. Some, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be overgeneralizing here. There are some people in Connecticut that are there purely for the status of saying I'm from Connecticut. Mm. It's not everybody in Connecticut, you know but there are some. That's why I'm there. Exactly. We want to uh, we want to ridicule you. If you have a personalized license plate, give us a call two nine three one zero two one, and uh, we'll find out what you have on your license yeah, plate. Defend yourself. Yeah, we're gonna mock you mercilessly. It's six twenty one with back Stephen Dave and Rock one zero two. AC DC fan could be one license plate. Could the rock be. and roll. Could be. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Uh, we had somebody uh, write in that says, uh, my grandmother's last name was Kochi. This has nothing to do with Nick Kochi, by the way. She has a specialty plate that says Cooch 2. Hmm. Apparently Cooch 1 was already taken. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, I remember being in the parking lot of the grocery store with her once when I was little, and this man walked up to her and pointed at her plate and said, Coochie, Coochie, Coo! Like you would say to a little baby. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, I'm permanently scarred and will never have a specialty plate. Plate of my own. Yeah, see, that's yeah. exactly right. right. That's, that's it. That's how you do it. Smart. Uh, today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Today I Learned the term seeing eye dog only applies if the dog was trained by the nonprofit group The Seeing Eye of Morristown, New Jersey. Hmm. Right next to the town I grew I grew up in. Really? How about that? That's kind of like uh, like champagne can only be champagne if it was made in Champagne, France. Did you know that? I think I did hear that one. Everything else is a mm-hmm. sparkling wine. Mm. If the dog was not trained there, it is simply referred to as guide dog. Hmm. That's I had actually no idea. That's actually pretty interesting. 
you know, you have to have certain things reflect where they came from. Like you, what'd you just say? You like, said like, like champagne. Champagne. And then uh, I believe bourbon. I, isn't it bourbon? Like only bourbon is bourbon if it's made in Kentucky County, Kentucky. Isn't there right. some sort of like uh, thing? Right. Like, yeah. And uh, Kleenex is tissue otherwise. Yeah, but even even if it's just a, a tissue, like an off-brand tissue, right? And people refer to it as a Kleenex, but they shouldn't. And Q-tips are cotton swabs. I stay. I still call them a Q-tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? That's, that's, that's just what you do. That's just the I right just call thing. them fake Kleenexes and fake. Yeah, yeah. their their lawyers aren't good enough. Maybe. Hey, listen, during my uh, my height of puberty, I put Mister Kleenex's kids through college, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> And that, he also had a lot of mismatched socks. And that is Today I Learn with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next in the news, President Biden visits the Bay State. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Just about 631 with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you're traded or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. 90s again today for the highs. Possibly severe thunderstorms starting in the early afternoon. And again, it's going to be hot. you got those cooling stations across Springfield and in other communities across Western Mass. With temperatures expected to be in the 90s for the rest of the week, many people are looking for places to cool off and are using illegal and dangerous swimming holes here in Western Mass. So much so that Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Walsh had to issue a warning about that. Apparently problems at Indian Leap or at Five Mile Pond or at Watershops Pond where people are swimming where they shouldn't be. Well, you know what? It's hot. And you can't blame a youngster for going in the water. It's not just the youngsters, though. It's the alleged Adults who are going in. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. Can you blame them on a hot day like that? Not everybody has access to a, a wet willy or a slip and slide or yeah. you know, a pool. I would expect most people who live within the uh, the city limits of Springfield probably don't have uh, maybe access to air conditioning. If you live in an apartment building or, or something like that. Right. You know how hot those nights get? Eh, I don't blame these people for going out and jumping in the water. Well, uh, other than the fact that it's illegal. Well, there's lots of things that are legal that people do all the time. That uh... Yes. What about barely legal? Oh, I like barely legal. Well, again, Ryan Walsh warning people when there's no lifeguard on duty and when it's open, still doesn't mean you can go swimming in these places. President Biden visited Massachusetts yesterday to discuss his plan to tackle climate change, and he's pinning the responsibility on all of us. Stand up and be part of the solution. Don't be a roadblock. President Biden yesterday at the Brayton Point Power Plant in Somerset. I am consumed with confidence. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I'm overwhelmed with it. He is right? inspiring. Oh, is he ever. He was joined by Senators Ed Markey and Elizabeth Warren. And in his speech, he called on local leaders to get behind his message to fight climate change. And he also said something odd about having cancer. And people are scrambling. The White House is like, did he just say he has cancer? And apparently he had a melanoma a couple of years ago. And he kind of blurted that out and then stopped himself mid-speech and went on another tangent. Not that the president would ever do anything like that. But apparently, according to some fact checkers, it's not a serious situation. Do you think if it were a serious situation, he would say something? I'm not so sure. He might, whether it was serious or not. He just remembered he had cancer. Yeah. Tends to blurt things out sometimes. 
Where are my glasses? They're on your face. Mm. He had his sunglasses on yesterday while giving that speech. You know, we had to put the alarms on the door for my mom because uh, the dementia. Yeah? Uh, because yeah. she would sneak out of the house at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Huh. So you'd have to hear the door open. Right. Uh, do they do that at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? <laughs> they might have to. <laughs> I'm sure they've taken away all of his access to keys. <laughs> well, they had to take away his dogs. Remember his dogs were attacking Secret Service agents? Yes. So the whole Biden family's been dangerous. A sixth suspect. You sound like you have got some anger there. What's going on? No. Yeah, you just trying to, to get some resentment. Yeah, just yeah. trying to deliver you, the news with authority. You made this comment off the air that you can't make fun of the Democrats, and uh, you you got some serious issues yeah, going yeah, on. A little, little bit of sarcasm in there, Steve. I don't know, man. You're, you're, trying you're, to, you're no stranger to sarcasm. I can hear it you know, in your voice. Delivering yeah. the news with authority mm-hmm. now. I know. Well, you got to start sometime, Bax. <laughs> A sixth suspect arrested Wednesday in connection with a drug enforcement operation here in Springfield. Under- yes. Undercover law enforcement officers conducting drug transactions in the high and school street areas. As one officer was attempting to get back into his unmarked car, several men surrounded the officer. Police, though, were able to arrest 26-year-old Treshawn Perry of Springfield, who was seen allegedly selling crack cocaine... Police say the undercover officer was struck in the face by one of the men surrounding him while another man hit the officer with a bottle of Patron. Doesn't say whether that bottle was full or not. I would hate to think that uh, you would have wasted all that Patron trying to bludgeon somebody. We had another circumstance of somebody trying to thump somebody with a bottle of something about a week ago. And I don't know whether we had news on whether that was full or not either. Westfield police are investigating an incident at the TD Bank on Main Street where a person fraudulently withdrew thousands of dollars from another person's account, walked right up to the teller window, presented the fake ID, Mm -hmm. and took money out of somebody's account. The suspect using that fake ID with the victim's name and suspect's photo. And there's a surveillance video still frame shot of the suspect. I sent you guys a link. Very suspicious looking character. Yeah, I saw this yesterday. Uh, she, uh, you know, she, it looks like she was playing the old lady card. Ah, like walking in with a cane and she's got the right. sun hat on. Yeah. And she's, uh, you know, she's kind of weathered, if you will. A little bit. But, you know, there's, there's a huge smile on the picture that I've uh, seen. Oh, I've well, never yeah, been so well, smiley in a bank. Because <laughs> yes. she probably was yucking it up with the, uh, with the tellers. But and somebody pointed out, and, and my bank does this. Uh, don't they take your ID and scan it, and then it's in the system? That way, they can check, they can cross reference. Like if you present them with an ID, they can cross reference with it. I know my bank does that. If yeah. I'm, if I'm uh, like doing some sort of transaction and I don't have uh, like my uh, my account number mm-hmm. handy, you know, I give them my uh, right. my license, and it's all good. So I don't know, but right. he had a, but he had a fake ID. Maybe it was like a really well done fake ID, right? Yeah, I guess scannable. So. And uh, yeah, the description of the suspect in the surveillance video, Steve kind of hit the nail on the head. There it looks like an old lady, although kind of looked like the uh, Wicked Witch of the West as well. I, th- I think if it's a black and white photo and you don't get the green skin, <sighs> is it the big hat that put you on? Yeah, yeah, yeah I right. Can see that? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I gotta look this up because. They Westfield police posted this on their Facebook page, and then people were commenting on what she looked like. Uh, that's Rick from Walking Dead's hat. Okay. Uh, so that was that one. Mm-hmm. And but there was something else that there was. Uh, 
You know, I'll find it and we'll do it next hour. Okay. All right. How about Very that? good. We'll, we'll identify that person. We'll help yeah. solve that crime. Police are also seeking help identifying another robbery suspect. And there's a clear photo of this guy, too. I don't know if you saw this one or not, but uh, walking right through the store there with a red shirt and blue jeans and a big smile on his face as well. I think if you're going to uh, you know, rob a place, you, you go in, you know, you get more with honey than you do with vinegar. Isn't that the old saying? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, told that. Like you can probably get more out of the register if you're kind. Right. Ryan Walsh from the Springfield Police saying that the robbery had taken place at a convenience store on the 900 block of Belmont Ave back in June. They're still looking what, for the guy. What are we, West Springfield suspected. now? We can't give the details of what store it was? Right. Well, th- th- this happens all the time, Steve. And here's another circumstance where it's a convenience store on the 900 block of Belmont Ave. Now, how many convenience stores are on that block of Belmont Ave? Are there a lot of them, or do we know? Well, Belmont Avenue is pretty big. But in the 900 I block? I don't know where the 900 block right. is. So. All right. But hmm. you'd, you'd think you'd, uh, you'd just mention what the store was. I don't understand why they hold back on these things. Yeah. Multiple motorists drove their vehicles through wet cement yesterday. It's like something out of a comedy movie. A dump truck spilled wet cement across all lanes of Interstate 495, during Wednesday morning's commute, leaving drivers able to pass only with the breakdown lane. The spill on the southbound side of I-495, just south of Route 3 in Chelmsford, covering all three lanes of the highway, according to the Mass State Police. And they were completely closed as workers had to clean up the wet cement all over the roadway. What a mess that had to be. You're so lucky we don't live out that side of the state. Mm, well, it could, it could happen here. Somebody could dump cement. Yeah, but you're talking about the concentration of traffic out mm-hmm. in that part of the state on top of these things. Mm-hmm. You get stuck behind that thing, you'd be stuck in traffic for hours. You know, the funny part about it is people on that side of the state mm-hmm. are saying the same thing about our side of the state. You wouldn't I'm so glad I don't live in the western part of the state. Well, we don't have traffic problems like that. Well, we got roadway diets and all sorts of other things. We got problems here. We got potholes. Yeah, we got- honestly, Dave, you know, going to other parts of the country mm-hmm. and like Atlanta, for example, when I was down there uh, like five years ago, I remember mm-hmm. putting in a GPS thing. It was two miles away. It was going to take 35 minutes. And from what I was talking to uh, people who live down there, oh, yeah, that's that's normal. That's quick. Usually it's 45. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. Be, we don't deal with that kind of congestion around here, so we're actually pretty lucky. You know, when I when I and I grew up South Shore. You know, so when we were thinking about going to Boston for the mm-hmm. you know for something like we're going to go say to say to like a Red Sox game or to uh, the aquarium. Oh, the idea horrible things. Yes, now, go ahead. Technically, it should have been a forty minute drive, mm-hmm. but you never really knew what you were facing. You know, back then, you know, this is before like the big dig and all that stuff. You had the Southeast Expressway and all that other There's stuff. No ways, no, no, right? no GPS. All right? you had is maybe a AAA triptych, and that's all you had. You, we would do everything we could to avoid going to Boston because of the traffic. Because if you're stuck in traffic in Boston, you're there for an awful. You, I mean, you're there for practically half the day, and so you know, we like a a forty minute drive was like too long. For those of us who live South Shore, mm-hmm. it was just, you're just like, come on, why would you, why would you go all the way out there? You need like a overnight accommodations, yeah. you pack sandwiches, you gotta find someone to, you know, some someone to watch the dog for the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. never worth it. Speaking of traffic, there was a dramatic traffic stop in Springfield with an East Hampton man wearing a GPS ankle bracelet arrested 
after a traffic stop on Main Street in Springfield. According to the Springfield Police Department, this guy was driving a vehicle with excessive tint and without an inspection sticker. 26-year-old Damian Hackett of East Hampton arrested for driving, and some of his violations included carrying a loaded firearm without a license, also possession of the firearm with a defaced serial number, and operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license and with too much tint. But I didn't cut the bracelet off. Can't get me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I guess he was obeying the terms of his probation in some way, shape, or form. So you cut him some slack maybe when you sentence Mm -hmm. him. Who knows? I've heard that a lot, uh, yeah, a number of times where, you know, that, that tinting thing mm-hmm. yeah. throws off, uh, th- throws off the police. Right. And, and I'm wondering like, well, you know, obviously what, what legitimate window tinter goes too dark? And then I realized maybe it's not a legitimate window tinter. Well, uh, you can get whatever you want on your car. Mm-hmm. The window tinter has no obligation to say that he might, they might tell you, Hey, uh, this is illegal. If you get caught driving around with this like that, but the the, he, the guy putting it on has no obligation to, he's just doing a job. You paid him money, he's putting tint on your window. Right. And if you've got excessive tint on your window and maybe a vanity license plate that causes suspicion, you've probably got something bad going on inside that vehicle. I wish I had uh, darker windows so I could pick my nose without without scrutiny. To me, that's you know? the only real benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, otherwise, I get this big, bright, clear window. Everybody can see me. And people are making fun of me left and right. He's picking yeah. his nose again. I don't, listen, if you got something up there, you gotta you gotta just, get it in. Can't just leave it. it in there. Can't just leave it. I had a teacher named Mr. Jones who used to pick his nose right in front of the class all the time. Did you stumble through the barrio with Mr. Jones? No, yeah. no. The counting crows weren't there. Is mm-hmm. that the, was that what you were doing? Is that counting crows? Counting crows. Good yeah. for you. I mean, there were a couple. A, remember a couple times I've got a nugget up there, like from the Van Scoy Diamond Mine. Oh I yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah, I just got to go right in there. You know, just you gotta you gotta dig. It's 6.43 with back Steve and Dave. We've got a mass hat coming up in a few minutes on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.50 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be very hot, hazy, and humid again. Good to see you have a chance of a late-day thunderstorm with a high of 91 tomorrow. Uh, Sunny and hot again with a high of 93. It's 75 right now in downtown Springfield. You probably heard me talking about the Free Music Friday uh, concert series at uh, MGM Springfield in the plaza. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be there from 7 to 9 along with the Rock 102 Road Crew. Red Matter, formerly Terrapin. Uh, the Grateful Dead Tribute will be uh, performing. Uh, it's going to be a great night. It'll be, uh, there's uh, White Lion Brewing will be down there. There's food trucks. There's me. There's prizes. There's me. Uh, and, uh, of course, the band, too. That's uh, tomorrow night, 7 to 9, at the uh, the Plaza at MGM with me and the Road Crew from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Not to make it all about me. I'm just saying that I'm going to be out there sweating with the rest of you. Well, our intern's going to be there too, right? I believe uh, Kaczynski will be there as well, yes. There's a draw. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 651 with back Steve and Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Winnipeg, Canada, a woman named Angela Chalmers woke up around 7 a.m. a couple of days ago to the sound of her dog growling, and then she went downstairs. I walked 
halfway down the stairs, and there was a strange man lying right here on my couch. Now, that wasn't the weird part. She called 911, and she received this information from that dispatcher. They said that the police were really busy, and would we mind waking them up ourselves? Referring to she and her girlfriend. Uh, what? what? <laughs> Listen, I got a stranger in my house. Yeah, what should I do? Right. Wake him up. Yes. We're busy right now. We, we're handling other things, like there's a donut delivery and some other stuff going on. I mean, it's Canada, after all. Maybe some Tim Hortons. That would be like the last thing I'd want to do, is wake up a sleeping dude on my couch. Because God knows what he's like when he's wide awake. Now, what's the reaction going to be from the guy? Right? Well... It wasn't good because he did wake up before the police arrived because they called back and said, no, really, we need you to handle this situation. Mm-hmm. So they did head on over to her apartment, but he woke up in the meantime and was aggressive toward them. And so Ms. Chalmers and her roommate left and left the guy inside there until police could come and remove him. And he was very aggressive. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. Right? And she had had a scary situation a few years earlier with a violent home invasion that she had suffered through. So I, I just don't understand why police would do that in Canada or elsewhere. Well, I mean, I'm sure the, the police are busy. They'll get there when they can. But you've got a guy who's on that couch, sawing logs, having dreams, thinking of a better day. And you're going to wake him up and disturb him? No, thank you. Right. So the cops in Winnipeg, Canada, in the crosshairs today, in the Mass Hat, and so are the people who are offering cruises on the Great Lakes. Would you go on a cruise on one of the Great Lakes? Yeah. yeah really? Not? Absolutely. Really? They're huge. I know. They're like oceans. I know. Why wouldn't you go on a cruise? Well, is there that much to see? I mean, and Plus, wouldn't you want to go to someplace warm if you're going to do a cruise? Well, if it's uh, summertime, yeah. you know, it's uh, perfectly warm on uh, Lake Michigan or uh, Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what do you see during a normal cruise? You, you see the bar. Mm-hmm. You see dinner. You see, you see yeah. other people uh, swabbing the poop deck and right. playing shuffleboard. That's what you normally do. You wouldn't want to go in November. Yeah. Right. Unless, I, I do know that they have cruises on Lake Michigan that stop at Green Bay yeah, and people get out and look at Lambeau Field and think of the think of all the cities. I mean, there's Milwaukee, there's Chicago, there's right? you know, there's all kinds of things. What happened in November on the on the on the Great Lakes? Well, Max, the legend uh, lives on from the Chippewa <laughs> on down of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. I've actually uh, I've actually sailed on uh, Lake Superior. Really? It is the coldest damn water you've ever uh, dipped your toe in. I bet. And it was beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Uh, two things, by the way, for those listening in at home. Steve was quoting from the great Canadian troubadour, totally by rote there. He wasn't reading that off of any website, at least not that I could tell. No, I was reading the lyrics. You can reveal it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't care. I, I, you, you don't have to explain the reference. I mean, See, when everybody you start explaining knows. the comedy, it's not that funny. No, anymore. but you were looking dreamily in Bax's eyes while because you were I was saying those words. Because he, down, uh, because he knows that Gordon Lightfoot touches my soul. <laughs> and He's the voice of your generation. Yeah. We're 36 years apart. Nevertheless... And he's still alive, I think, isn't he? He is. I believe uh, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. But uh, I'll be damned if this day doesn't go by where I don't sing a little sundown. Mm. I told you uh, we had, and you probably wrote these, Dave. Back in the 80s, we had these <laughs> uh, 
my dad brought home this because uh, we had an answering machine for the first time. Remember how cool that was, getting an answering <laughs> oh, yeah. machine oh, for yeah. the first time? Yeah. And he had this, uh, it was like a, a bunch of parodies uh, songs. For the answering for machine. For the answering machine. They were about, you know, 20 seconds long, mm-hmm. and they were like little clips of like, uh-huh. one was the Gilligan's Island theme, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then the, the, the other one was, uh, it was Sundown by, uh, by Edmund Fitzgerald. Or, uh, or Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot. Lightfoot. No, wait. The Edmund Fitzgerald was the singer. Yeah. And Gordon Lightfoot was the boat. Yeah. Yes. And it was running through the. It was running through by the Cat Stevens. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> but Gordon Lightfoot uh, sang "Sundown," and then uh, so. But it was uh, what the hell? I, I, let me try to remember the lyrics real quick. Uh, Sometimes I think it's a shame when you don't leave your number and you don't leave your name. I, <laughs> I wish we still had this tape. It was it was so cheesy oh, and God. so stupid. And even as a kid, I'm like, oh man, this like kind of sucks, but it's kind of funny now. <laughs> and bringing it back home to the cruises in northern climes, maybe we should set up cruises on the Connecticut River. Just saying, if you can't swim in it, maybe you could go on a they, cruise. They got the they lady. Ha- they got the lady B. Right. They got I, the lady B, and mm-hmm. then they got the dinner cruise down in Hartford down there. And you got the Springfield Yacht Club that we talked about last week. Actually, the dinner cruise down in Hartford, I did that. Uh, I did a gig on one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the boat, but it yeah. was like a corporate thing that they brought these people out, and it goes all the way. It goes from. Uh, Hartford to wherever the next thing is where the dam is. I don't know if it's Cromwell, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Where, I don't know how far yeah, down they go, but then they turn around and they come back. It's actually very nice. Was there a raw sewage in the uh, river that day? Oh, there's raw sewage in the river every day. That kind of uh, that kind of makes you cut down on your portion size. You don't like cruises, do you? I went on one, a Disney cruise. Didn't care for it. No, actually, I was on two. Uh, I, the one I went on with my son was pretty cool. It was an Alaskan cruise. Mm-hmm. That Speaking about cool. northern climate. That's that cool. Was, that was really cool. Yeah. I did a lot of fun stuff on that. The Disney cruise, not so much. So I guess I'm 50-50 on it. I've never been on a cruise at all, other than the uh, the Lady B. Mm. That's almost <laughs> like a cruise. Yeah, it is. It's coming up on 6.58 with back Steve and Dave. Straight ahead in the 102-second sports, a big sports superstar thinks he's dying. I'll tell you why. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, I'm a pretty selfless fella. Always willing to put aside my very important needs for the benefits of others. That's just how Baxy rolls. But when it comes to things like sacrificing my hard-earned income, that's when my selfless nature goes right into the crapper. That, of course, is very different from the humble and righteously generous spirit of James Harden of the Philadelphia 76ers, who just recently rejected a $47.4 million one-year option on his contract so that his team could sign better players to play with him, meaning that James is willing to accept less pay for the benefit of the organization. No offense to my fellow Rock 102 employees, but... I would probably not be so generous. And yet, James Harden is such a team player that he was willing to make concessions so the organization could just be better all around. Pretty amazing, huh? You bet. 
That's why yesterday James Harden has allegedly agreed to a much more modest two-year extension with the Sixers worth reported $68.6 million. In other words, he walked away from making $47.4 million next season and accepted a deal that would pay him just $33 million. What a sacrifice! That's the difference of $14.4 million. I should also point out that Harden will allegedly agree to an option that will pay him $35.6 million a year after that. If I didn't know any better, I think this guy would be a prime candidate for some sort of martyrdom or canonization. Look at it this way. James Harden, out of the kindness of his heart, has magnanimously given up $276,000 a week in an effort to achieve the noble goal of potentially making the Sixers a better team. How that guy is going to live paycheck to paycheck by making only $634,000 a week is beyond me. But that's what separates a guy like him from a guy like myself. I'm willing to make plenty of sacrifices, but I prefer those sacrifices don't cost me money. For James Harden, he can cast aside the big bucks for altruistic reasons that, while may they may seem crazy, show you exactly what this guy is all about and the value he brings to the table. And right now, that value will be paying him $15,800 per hour. Is this guy an inspiration or what? But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, if you're looking at the uh, Craftsman battery power tools right now in the Rocky sales flyer, 20% off Craftsman lithium-ion power tools. Not too bad. Plus, 20% off outdoor power equipment as well. I'm looking at the Rockies app. You can look at Rockies.com or check out the flyer at any Rockies Ace Hardware location. Always at your fingertips. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-11 and Pink Floyd with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to have another hot one today. Stay cool and look out for those potentially severe thunderstorms in the afternoon. Always. Want- oh, go ahead, Steve. No, I was going to say, do you, want, uh, do you want air conditioning in your car? Well, yeah. It's going to cost you 30 bucks a month. Like hell it is. Well, we'll find out why. Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports. How you doing, Michael? Great. How you guys doing today? Um, not too bad, but the idea of having to pay a monthly charge for my air conditioning uh, kind of pisses me off. Yeah, you know, I, we, we've been studying this, this thing at Consumer Reports, this whole idea about uh, car makers turning their vehicles into some kind of subscription models. Uh, uh, Audi's been one of the, the more recent automakers to announce that, uh, for example, if you want to use your car's built-in uh, uh, navigation system, you can pay by a monthly basis because, well, you only go on road trips, you know, once or twice a year where you actually need it. So maybe you shouldn't have to pay for it all the time. But um, I, I think this whole thing is total nonsense because the cars are built with all this hardware and software in it, and I don't see any news about them lowering the price of the car. So, well, that's, yeah. well, to me, that's just the thing. You know, car prices just you know continue to to escalate. Yeah, especially with supply and demand issues. Now you're talking about cars being as expensive expensive as they have ever been. The idea that you that car manufacturers could escalate it even more just for the options in the car. What's next? You know, subscription for brakes? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, 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 honestly, it's, it, it, it's yeah, ridiculous. No, you're, you're, 
You're right. It, it is. It is ridiculous, and and it's it's kind of a it's a way for car makers to keep you know cash flow coming. I mean, it's a business model. It's a, it's it's a it's a money maker. Uh, you're, you're you're paying every month for your cell phone. You're paying every month for your for your uh, cable TV or whatever your internet. Uh, this is a way for them to kind of cash in on that. But but listen, there there is hope because a couple years ago BMW said that they were going to charge uh, a subscription fee for people that wanted to use Apple CarPlay with their with their new BMWs and consumers pushed back and BMW quietly dropped that program. Mm. So so I would say that that everyone who's who's a car buyer uh, you you have a voice. You know, write the car companies go complain to your dealers say we're not going to do this anymore again. But like like I said it, it, that they're building the cars say with the hardware and the software of the seat heaters put in. So, so it's it's not like they're 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 doing the work anyway, and they're they're just saying, well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna charge you more to to use them. It's such nonsense, I can't even believe it. But you know, what's, and what's really stupid about it is, you know, if you buy a car now, and there's a whole bunch of options, you would be paying for those options anyway. Why not just roll the expense into the cost of the car? Because you're already charging people for stuff, you know, to own the car. Right. I mean, right. It's, I, it, I, 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 it doesn't make any sense to me. The, yeah. the other thing I, I read about this is about hackers and how this is just opening up the door to more hacking by people who have already hacked features inside of BMWs that you got this kind of like the gray market of people that, that, that will tell people how to unlock these features in their BMWs without having to pay for a subscription. So you, you yeah. got to worry about that anyway. Yeah, no, that was yeah. back back in the day, the early days of, of cable television. You know, we knew people that they bought this thing, a black box that it, you know encrypted everything. And now, there's there's always a, a way for people to kind of work around it. But but luckily, you know, BMW and Audi making these announcements, the, 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 they're in the minority of the car of the car uh, uh, manufacturers out there that's doing this. And consumers can can you know make their their voice is known by buying other brands, and and I, I don't know. I can't I can't imagine that 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 Audi and BMW are not going to get extensive pushback on this. Oh, you're gonna have to pay uh, twenty five bucks a month for airbags if you want to uh, use your safety <laughs> in your vehicle. But, but yeah, but that's that's a great point, Steve. Yeah. I mean, where, where do you where do you where's the cutoff line? You know, it's like, well, yeah. uh, you know, if you want to really accelerate up to highway speeds, that'll cost you another fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And if you don't pay it, well, then you're going to just get rear-ended on the highway. I hey, mean, who know, who knows? A dollar a day will turn your ignition on. You can start their vehicle every Ooh, day. Sounds like a deal. Yeah. Ugh. And is there a scam going on when car dealers? try and take advantage of you now and uh, get you to sell them back the car you own because cars are in short demand. Hey, we'll give you a great deal on your car, but then you still got to buy another car, right? I mean, I don't understand that whole deal. My my son w- went through that recently where they tried to get him to sell him back his, his, the used car he had, but then he's going to be without a car. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the same thing, Dave. It's it's like in the real estate market. I mean, your 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 house has never been worth right. more, and you could you could sell it, but then you still got to find a place to live. Right. I mean, the the same thing is true is true with cars because if if this is this is the used car market is 
mostly advantageous right now if you're selling. Let's say you know, you're, you're in a household, you have a couple cars, or you've got one that, that really doesn't get much use. Now is a great time to sell it because you'll never get more for it. However, if, if you only have one car and, and you, 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 you will have to buy another one if you, if you sell it. I mean, the, 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 the markup for dealers uh, selling used cars is higher than, than new cars. They make more money selling used cars. Hmm. So, so it, it, they're always trying to find good used cars to sell. Uh, with, with the scarcity of, of microchips available, buying new cars has been really challenging, and that has only pumped up the used car market. So as, as buyers, uh, you're, you're in a tough spot right now, buying new or used. I'm trying to do the math right now on my used car. I have a Honda Pilot that I bought used, I don't know, five, six years ago, and I'm getting toward the end where I'm about to pay it off. Now I got to make a decision, you know, with like 130, 140,000 miles on it. What do I do? Do I pay it off and then go back into the market and buy another used car? Or do I just keep riding this Honda till it falls apart? Dollar for dollar, you are, it is in your best interest to just pay off the car and drive it, drive okay. it, drive it, drive it, drive it. If it's not causing you nope. like monthly payments of, nope. for, for maintenance, if it's not causing you headaches, if, if, you're, if you're not worried that yeah. it's going to leave you stranded in the middle of the night, if it's running great, just keep driving it that will you know lower your 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 monthly yearly lifetime automotive cost down to very little uh, right. you keep driving your old car david one hundred and thirty thousand dollars you're just starting to break that thing in one hundred thirty thousand miles those things are, <laughs> honda pilot is is designed to go at least 200 miles to 200,000 miles mm -hmm. uh, for, for that car good to hear this yeah, no, if, if, if you if you do if you do regular maintenance you know you you do yep. the oil changes yep. you 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 if you get if it uh, get, get the timing belt done. You know, do the brakes, do the tires. Uh, you you sh you should be fine. Okay, it, that that was presented to me about the disproportionate value of what you would get by trading a vehicle in versus you know hanging on to the mm -hmm. thing. And a, a friend explained to me. Think about it. How, what's the most expensive part? How much is the most expensive thing you're going to put on that thing within the next five years? And I'm like, I don't know, three to four thousand dollars. And he goes, Well, there you go. How many payments is that for a brand new vehicle? Mm -hmm. You you, you kind of got to yeah. put it in that perspective. Uh, and and also, I mean, speaking of of, of payments, I mean, the, the average monthly payment for for a car these days uh, can be like seven hundred dollars. And we're also mm. seeing reports about people. Uh, paying a thousand dollars a month for a, for a new car. I mean, Jesus. people are, are 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 in this really weird bubble right now. Uh, kind of not, maybe not quite as 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 crazy as the real estate bubble of of like two thousand and eight. But but people are getting underwater in their cars. They're owing more on their cars than they're worth. And and it, you know, General Consumer Reports advice when it comes to buying a car is you know be realistic about how much of your monthly budget can go toward a car payment um and but but it's 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 really crazy right now and and people are our industry experts are suggesting there's they're going to see a wave of, of 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 repos i mean people uh, uh defaulting on their loans and the cars being confiscated and the life of a repo man is intense uh yeah. <laughs> mike mike quincy from some reports on the phone is, you know let's just project out a little bit because normally we're just like a few months away from when car dealer car manufacturers would typically introduce you know like the 2023 models in a case like this where you you get supply and demand issues you got fuel costs you know way too high and you have an economy where people are kind of afraid to be 
dipping their toes in an expense like a new like a new car. Obviously, these companies know this, and they probably are going to curtail how many cars they actually put in the market as a result of all these things. As you guys think about what's going to go on for the next year, uh, for the next year models, what do you expect is going to wind up happening? I, I suspect that that if if car makers can get their supply chains worked out, if they can get a hold of more semiconductors, they can sell more cars. Now, now they, they want to sell more cars. The dealers want to sell more cars. So, yes, if, if supply uh, stays tight and demand stays high, then prices will still be high. But, but you know, again, that, that doesn't really help dealers to, 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 to move you know, volumes of cars and make more money. Uh, dealers are doing what they can right now to, to make the most money they can on, on every car. I mean, at Consumer Reports, um, we're, we're finding that we have to spend over MSRP just to get a test car. And, and while it's, it's kind of uncomfortable right now, because we usually don't like to do that, we have to do that. But, but I, I really think that dealers would, would rather have a bigger inventory um, and, and, and sell more volume. So I don't, I don't think that car companies are going to try to produce fewer cars when they can produce more cars. Even if uh, the economy suggests that people may not be able to buy new cars. I mean, that, well, what, what I'm saying it, is, it, they don't—they're not going to want to make cars and just have them sit on sit on a lot for 12 months and 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 not move them. I mean, you know, they right. Well, no, that's that, and that backs. That's that's a, that's an excellent point. I mean, the, the the average price of a car these days, believe it or not, is around forty-seven thousand dollars. So 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 the the cars have to be affordable. I mean, people have to be able to to to, to swing the payments and. And and with with the escalation of, of of the average cost of car keep going up and up, it's just, it's simply not sustainable. I mean, there there has to be a day of reckoning, like like with it, like with real estate. I mean, uh, houses you know, go up and up and up, and then no one you run out of buyers, and and so that that has to come down. And and I think that that people are going to to vote with their wallets, and and the and the car companies are going to have to make adjustments. You can uh, check out the car blog on uh, ConsumerReports.org. Mike Quincy is writing in that thing all the time. And you can also subscribe because they are a subscription model over there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but we're the good guys. Come on. Yeah, no, you are. You are. Mike, it's good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. You bet. Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports. It's 724. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they may... It's just about 727. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, I have good news and bad news about our studio. Uh, The bad news first, those two gummy bears, still sitting on the floor behind me in the same position they were when we first reported on them, I don't know, two days ago? Oh, this is a disaster. But, But the good news is... No sign of any ants or anything. I mean, there's a tasty candy sitting on the floor for days. Yeah. There's n- no bugs at all around them. You've uh. been sitting around that thing for days and you haven't thrown it away. No, I'm conducting a little test, as I said. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. So far, so good. Experiment. So far, so good. We got Bill Nye, the science guy over here. <laughs> well, I had the mold experiment going last year. <laughs> That's right. That thing walked away. <laughs> Grew legs and it got up and walked out the door. I'll be damned. I'm hoping the gummy bears do the same thing. Hey, if uh, you ever, for the life of you, miss a Back Stephen Dave show, I don't know why you would. But if you did, mm. uh, you can always check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, 
or on rock102.com. Baxi's musical podcast this week. Uh, my guest, Dave Faulkner from the Hoodoo Gurus. Uh, great, great band. Got a good album, a uh, new album out called Chariot of the Gods. Mm-hmm. And next week, I got an interview with uh, Doug Gillard. He's a guitar player for Guided by Voices. They're coming to Holyoke at, uh, at Race Street Live on uh, September 23rd. That is going to be a great show. They don't, uh, they're do not they not doing a whole lot of shows uh, this year, but Holyoke is one of them, and that's coming up on Monday on rock102.com. Speaking of podcasts, I did this during the sports, the Hot Boxing podcast with Mike Tyson, and the fact that he thinks he's going to die soon because he sees spots on his face. Mm-hmm. Is that... I mean, is that a thing? Have you heard about this before? I mean, or is he just well, is aging a, spots or oh, aging? It's I, people get aging spots oh. when they're. But usually, that's elderly people, isn't it? That you well, Mike Tyson, those? Mike Tyson, and I are the same exact age. Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah, I'm getting like uh, some old age spots in my hands. You know, I'm I'm walking around like an old man. I'm you know I'm. I'm, uh, you know, I would consider sending uh, soup back at a deli. I'm doing all the things that old men do. Do, do you feel like your expiration date is coming soon, like Mike well, Tyson, though, because I, of that, or I, what? I think the reality is, I know that, uh, you know, at 55 years old, mm. I'm probably well past the halfway point. Right. So, <laughs> sure, Mike Tyson is feeling the same way. Plus, let's, you know, let's consider the fact that Mike Tyson made a living getting his head punched in right. repeatedly. And I'm not just talking about in the ring. There's sparring, there's training, there's all that stuff. Robin Givens. Robin Givens. Sure. Uh, the, yeah, that she thing beat that, him up pretty yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that brawl with Mitch Green. I mean, you know, they, all, they all took a couple shots to the head over the years. Well, and I'm wondering if he's mistaken the spots on his face for just a portion of his facial tattoo, because, you know, that's pretty prominent. I'm thinking he may have to get additional tattoos to oh. cover up the oh. additional spots in his face. There you go. Think about that. Good idea. We got news coming up next on Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concerts and into the house. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Still a heat warning in effect from the National Weather Service for our area. Into the 90s again today and some possibly severe thunderstorms later this afternoon. Still got those cooling centers in Springfield and in other communities. I don't mean to interrupt your news because yes. I know you got it all worked out. Mm. But I think the top story today is today happens to be uh, Kaczynski's last day oh. uh, here with us. Wait, we'll be yeah. doing other things, yes. but uh, today is his last day. Ted, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Thank uh, you. I, it's been a pleasure for me, too. Thank you for carrying the show for the last two weeks. Absolutely. It's been a blast. Thank yeah, well, you guys so much. Let me You're get welcome. to the headline then, officially. Kaczynski retires... Springfield morning show continues apace. Yeah. No, he's not retiring. He's just going to a different department. That's how these internships work. Uh, we got we to give them a yeah. full view yeah. of Which what I, this godforsaken uh, business is all I, about. I find so stupid that we have to do that now. Years ago, we were uh, at bay to hire whatever intern we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically to work for an entire summer yeah. or entire semester here in the studio. Which was great because then you know I could show Kaczynski all kinds of things sure. and you know but what are you going to learn in uh, less than two weeks? You haven't learned too much, have you, Ted? I've learned a little bit, but you know it's just it's just fun with the experience I've gotten sitting in here. You know, he hasn't got. Yeah, 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 he's <laughs> talking about. You know, we've had remember like uh, remember Jackie Brousseau? Yeah, remember her? Mm-hmm. Nice lady. Yeah, was a, a, an anchor on Twenty Two News. Yeah, working for you. 
Well, she was working for us as an intern before she See? went yeah. into television. Yeah. And then she uh, realized uh, after a while, this godforsaken business isn't worth being in. I'm getting out of it. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. She was. I'd rather raise a family. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, good on right. you, Jackie Brousseau. That was the right call. Yeah. yeah. We we had interns on the radio station in Syracuse that have gone on to become television sportscasters. Uh, one of them actually is a comedian who was on the James Corden show recently. His name is Steve Rogers. I don't know if you've ever no, bumped up against him, Steve. Never heard of Steve Rogers. We, when I first started here, we had five interns, different intern mm-hmm. every single day. Some of them, you know, went on to uh, have legitimate jobs, so they got paid good money outside yeah. of uh, broadcasting. And some of them actually became professional broadcasters and didn't you know, get paid good money. Didn't get paid good right. money until many years later. But now, uh, you know, the laws have changed where you can't well, you can't apparently uh, have interns and not pay them. Well, okay, I don't, I don't have an issue with the the paying of of the interns because that was like a thing. Like you know, all of a sudden we couldn't have interns for a while because we had to pay them. And of course, our company was like, "Oh, we want to pay somebody minimum wage, you mm-hmm. know, to be here." Yeah, but, see, but I was paying interns with my yeah. endless and boundless knowledge. Yeah, well, see, that's that, the and thing. that's that's got a you know, that's got a currency to it. Seven twenty five an hour. Uh, but you you got fifty dollars an hour of backs. Oh my god! Yes. Worth of backs. Oh, it's it's, it's so but valuable. It just seems so silly that you know we we, we you know Ted uh, you know you're you're missing out on 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 a whole summer full of knowledge here, yeah. uh, just working in this studio. And now, where are you going upstairs next? You're going I'm to the- going to be in the sales department. Oh, oh what? What nonsense. Sales department. Oh. Oh. You couldn't swing a dead cat and hit a phony with, <laughs> with those people. I, yeah. They're all made of dead cats up there. <laughs> yeah. No, and, but seriously, if you guys ever want me back on, you know, I'd love to hop back on for a bit. Well, well and, and, your, your pandering's not going to get you anywhere, yeah. Ted. But um, <laughs> not, not only are, 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 is he missing opportunities, Steve, but we're missing great content. Too, because he's going to be missing from the show here. Where? Kaczynski. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> wondering what show you were talking about. <laughs> My mistake. Anyway, what's going on in the news, Dave? Uh, you got a victim Monday morning in a shooting in Holyoke. That victim has now been identified by the Hampton District Attorney's Office as 33-year-old Richard Roman Santiago of Holyoke. The shooting happened in the middle of the night. Monday into Tuesday, police from Holyoke receiving a 911 call for a shooting in the area of the 30 to 40 block of North Summer Street. When police arrived, the man was found suffering from the gunshot wound, treated by a medical personnel people, but later died due to his injuries. Again, the name of that victim, 33-year-old Richard Roman Santiago. Meantime, this should interest Steve, the pot business busting out all over. Now, we talked about how Westfield has approved... The sale of marijuana. Not only that, but now the planning board granting a special permit for a cannabis grow facility in Westfield. After three months of hearings, Jeff Baxa of Lucky 7 Cannabis and his engineering buddy Robert Schaefer of Huntley Associates are going forward with their plan to build the first of three potential marijuana cultivation greenhouses. So that's what you were growing in Westfield. Uh. These greenhouses will be located on a 25-acre lot at Maderos Way and Timber Swamp Road. Mm-hmm. That's a big industrial area over there. Is that where they wanted to put the Carvana at one point, or is that a different area? That's no, a different that's Southwick. Town. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Southwick, um, you're right, yeah. The, uh, I've been to the Grove facility uh, for another place out in... What the hell was the name of that town? Great Barrington. 
It was like mm. Great Barrington. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like locked up like Fort Knox. Oh, man. yeah. You can't you can't get really any, unless you have the VIP badge in the pass to get in there, like yeah. I did uh, on a tour of this thing. You're not going to be able to get anywhere near. There's barbed wire everywhere. Yeah, well, because it, there's, I mean, you got every dope smoking uh, reefer zombie in the whole, whole Western Mass area trying to break but, into that place. Uh, according to the people who own the Grope uh, facility, though, that's required by the state. Yeah. Yep. I believe it. And it's happening in New York State now, too, because they've legalized. So New Yorkers are going to be having to deal with this same issue that we're dealing with in Massachusetts. What issue? The issue of protecting the grow facilities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge fencing and other security issues. Which is unnecessary to tell. Oh, I don't. I. Disagree. I mean, to Bax's point, you got all the dope smoking fiends trying to break in. Okay, but you have breweries and yes. distilleries that have the thing right out in the open there. They don't, you know what I mean? You can yeah. go to a whiskey place, right? That, you know, that place out in the Birches that makes the whiskey. Yep. You walk right in there, the, the still is right there. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense how we use this discrepancy between something that's clearly more dangerous than cannabis versus cannabis. It's stupid. There's another subscriber exclusive story in MassLive.com this morning about Northampton emerging as the retail cannabis capital of Massachusetts. But the big question, can a city of 29,000 sustain 12 dispensaries? Yes. Yes. You think, right? <laughs> yes, they yes, can. They can. I think the some of the less higher performing ones are going to be weeded out of the process. Oh, so look at you! Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. on words. Yeah. Well, listen. How many how many liquor stores are there in Springfield? Well, how many successful ones are there, and how many are on the verge of collapse? There's drunks in every <laughs> corner of this great city of ours, and they go to their liquor stores to buy their booze. Same thing. It's not any. I mean, really, it's not any different than a liquor store. Well, in fact, a liquor store probably has a greater percentage of people who are addicted to the product than a marijuana dispensary. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a problem if some of them start dropping out. That's all I'm saying. Another problem here in the state of Massachusetts, highway safety. Apparently, roadway fatalities and serious injuries are on the rise, according to the state's transportation secretary in a statement released earlier this week. And they're looking at new federal funding as ways of approaching better management for our roads and ensuring more safety for the drivers in the state of Massachusetts. Fatalities in the Bay State have increased from 344 in 2015 to 421 in 2021. And state officials have already cataloged 204 deaths through July 19th of this year. That's a huge increase from previous years. Now, I don't but, know whether but, the, the, the pandemic has something to do with this or well, not. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you had people in, in lockdown yes. for, for a while, and they weren't leaving their houses mm-hmm. until 2021. Right. At all. So, and, and you know, I would imagine that would, that would and, have to affect the number. And I don't have any scientific evidence to back any of this up. Just my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Does it seem like people are getting more reckless when they drive? Yes. Like dry, zigzagging in and out well, of traffic? Because or, they're texting. They're looking at their phone. Most of them. I'm it's not, not even that. talking about that. I'm talking about the speedy. Like, the, you mm-hmm. know, like we're just going to go 90 miles an hour up uh, I-91 and uh, zigzag in throughout traffic, nearly mm-hmm. cutting people off. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who are texting. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. But I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, just, and it's like simple things. It's like, you're not just all, all speeding, but just, you know, turns in front of people cutting people yeah, off i mean yeah. i'm just seeing stuff that's that is just 
recklessly aggressive. I, I agree with I, you, and I agree that texting probably is a huge part of that yep. too. That, uh, you know, with with Bax's point to the cars turning or whatever, you're not paying attention. You're you're on your phone, but th- th- this excessive speed thing is ridiculous. Well, every day I see it driving home. It's crazy. Now, and, no, you guys have have good points, and maybe some of it is younger drivers who grew up with video games. And the idea that they could speed in and out of traffic in a video game with no consequence. You know, so gotta, it's going to be the same in real life. I got to tell you, years ago, I spent uh, I spent some time playing Grand Theft Auto. Yep. Yeah. And uh, like a part of me, when I'm on the highway, wanted to go, man, I want to take my bazooka out and shoot that vehicle right next to yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Blow it all up. Yeah. yeah, right. Sure. And then I want to beat up a hooker and get my money back. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember spending, I remember spending time in uh, arcades in, in high school and-, and Really feeling compelled to want to blast zombies in the face with a gun. This Pac-Man had that happen to her. I bet she did. Little tramp. Pac-Man blast to the face. That's it. Mm -hmm. Meantime, is your workplace toxic? According to a 2020 study in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, here are some signs to look out for that might indicate that your workplace is toxic. You feel trapped? Like there's no way to move forward in your job. Or a workplace that lacks upward mobility, where you feel like you're stuck in the current job you have with no chance of upgrading. Micromanagement of you by some of the people above you and being asked to work more without extra pay. Some of the red flags. I see they got my responses. (laughs) When I worked at Walgreens, that's exactly how that was. Exactly. At Walgreens? Yes. Pharmacist? Uh, no, I used to be a store clerk. Mm. Oh, yes. That's exactly the description of the job. There you go. <laughs> there tell, you us, go. T- tell us, Ted, about the horrible working conditions <laughs> at a Walgreens. Um, you know, I don't want to talk so much about the people above me. I want to talk about the people <laughs> below me. That's what I was talking about. Very clever, Bax. So no wonder you're a broadcasting hall of famer to be no i'm, I'm just talking about uh, you know my oh. desire to become uh, management and run this place into the ground and how many people are below you well <laughs> not as many as i used to be <laughs> <laughs> it's 744 with back Stephen day wait were we done quizzing kaczynski about working conditions yes, at the walgreens spend any more time on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think do, do you have to wear a uniform by the way or not yeah yeah long sleeve shirt in the summer Color? Specific color or not? Uh, like It was like a gray shirt. Okay. All right. There you go. Coming up next, now hear this, and we'll hear from President Biden, who had some things to say while visiting the Bay State. And also an alert. You hate that guy. I do not. You do. You have this, like, you can hear it in your voice. You're consumed with rage, aren't you? My favorite president of all time. Yeah. Uh, Listen yeah. to him. Sure. President Biden visiting the Bay State yesterday. We'll have him and now hear this and more straight ahead on Rock 102. 751 and Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be hot today, like super hot. Uh, high of 93 and some chance of some late day thunderstorms possible. It is uh, 78 right now in downtown Springfield. When you guys were out of the room, Kaczynski, our intern, was telling me stories about his time when he was employed at Walgreens. One oh, of yeah. them we can't say on the air, nor can he, but the yeah. other one you can. I guess. Oh, yeah. I have many good stories, but this so, is probably yeah. the best one. Oh, so, rip, are you guys rip ready? A, rip a good yarn. On the oh, edge yeah. of the seat here. So <laughs> I smuggled it. I planted a tree in the basement of you, my Walgreens. You planted a tree? Yeah. God, in the basement. What kind of tree? Well, what a badass you um, are. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It was like, I think it was like 
one of those like I don't it was it's, like it's a, it's a tree it's a tree it was one of those small trees that like um bloom in the uh spring okay with like the okay. pink flowers or okay. whatever oh, like a oh. hibiscus yeah 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 Red. something yeah. like that so um me and my uh my manager at the time i'm not gonna say his name because i'm no snitch right um <laughs> snitches get stitches bitches. oh yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> we got uh, we had a he bought a little sapling yeah and he put it in a cardboard box and we waited until nighttime and the whole basement was like covered in dirt and stuff it was like it was really weird so we like put it in a box and we like snuck through the camera so they didn't see us you rebels you rebels man and we put the tree down there we got a black light and we put the black light down there and we like planted it with water for like the next like week or so it was a marijuana plant really wasn't it you're lying <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. Listen. No? Like putting the green in Walgreens. We did, we did huff it, and um, it was it was pretty, made us feel really good. I bet. <laughs> this is a hell of a story, Ted. <laughs> yes. Why is, it, why is it taking two weeks for you to tell us this? Um, You know, just open up, I guess. You know? yeah, yeah, so you're finally Thanks. feeling comfortable. You don't just come that. out of the gate with your Walgreens warrior story. you got to save that <laughs> yeah. stuff to your last yeah. day. Yeah. I would be crazy if I came in and said, like, yeah, I planted a tree at my first job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with this kid? Yeah, and you wouldn't want anyone to think well, for a moment that you were crazy. I'm pretty sure we're still asking, what the hell is wrong with this kid? <laughs> now head back up to sales and do your job. <laughs> go. Uh, 753 with back Steve and Dave, and here we go. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Ryan Walsh, the spokesperson for the Springfield Police Department, talking about how even though it's hot outside and people are looking to cool off, you can't go swimming in certain areas. There's issues uh, at Indian Leap. Um, when the pond is filled up, there's a rope swing or was a rope swing over in Water Shops Pond. That, that had been an issue in the past. Five-mile pond when there's no lifeguard on duty and when it's open. We advise people just to stay away from there. Uh, you know, kids, teenagers especially, oftentimes like to do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's more dangerous than what it's worth. Ryan don't, Walsh, don't, tell- don't kid yourself. He doesn't want you on the rope swing because he doesn't want to get off of it himself. Oh, is that what it is? My best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend's dating this guy who heard from this girl that saw uh, Ryan <laughs> drown at five mile pond last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Well, that story from Western Mass News, so thanks to them for the audio there. And clip number two, also from Western Mass News, they were on hand when Joe Biden, our president, appeared right here in the Bay State to talk about climate change. Stand up and be part of the solution. Don't be a roadblock. You all have a duty right now. To our economy, to our competitiveness in the world, I will do everything in my power to clean our air and water, protect our people's health, to win the clean energy future. This, again, sounds like hyperbole. Our children and grandchildren are counting on us. Not a joke. Not a joke. If we don't keep it below 1.5 degrees centigrade, we lose it all. You don't get to turn it around. All right. There he is, making perfect sense to everybody. People sound Here's so excited. Here's my pills, Jill. <laughs> Jill, where's my pill box? I, I'm still hung up on the fact you said duty. That's uh, that's uh, that's where I'm going with that one. Yeah. People yeah. sound so excited in the background when they're clapping. Oh, those were the birds, I well, think. Well, did you hear, like, it, yeah, it all bird. started with, like, one guy. Like, one guy started <laughs> clapping. Like, oh, Christ, here we go. Hey, we all got to <laughs> clap now. 
I think you're two right. Claps it was the most. It was a single clap. Wait, let me recapture that. Don't be a roadblock. See? Yes, yeah. and then right. everybody sounded. Yeah. All right, fine. Probably okay. Good catch, Bax. 80% of all carbon emissions come from giant corporations. The idea that they want you and I to make the difference, it's not going to happen. It won't make a difference. It's all a bunch of bullshit, isn't it? That's why I use nothing but styrofoam cups. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you should do. And plastic bags. And I burn them, too. And I do not cut those little plastic things around my six-pack. Oh, they're, they, they're like necklaces for turtles. Turtles well, love those things. Well, they've made them accessorized. They've made them biodegradable now, those rings, and turtles can now eat them. Well, good. Yeah. See? Now we're helping the environment. There you go. Clip number three from a woman in Mississippi who said something bad happened to she and her family at a Burger King down there in Mississippi. Here she is. As you see, it's from Burger King. Sorry, it's a little greasy, but you can see there were chicken fries ordered. And after eating six, we found a cigarette butt. It is a Seneca menthol that my daughter found half-smoked in her bag. Cigarette butt right there in the chicken fries. Why do we uh, get the feeling that uh, the cigarette butt was probably the kids to begin with? Yeah, right. Well, they, they had six of the chicken fries before they discovered the chicken, the uh, the uh, half-smoked cigarette. Did they say that the cigarette tasted better than the chicken fries? No, or? but they said didn't they say it was menthol? Didn't she say it was menthol? Oh. Right. Oh. I, did she say menthol? I, I thought so. she said menthol. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me get you to the middle of the clip here. Hold on a second. And after eating six, we found a cigarette butt. It is a Seneca menthol. Seneca yep. menthol. And my Seneca menthol. found half smoked in her bag. Oh, Seneca is the brand? Is that yeah. what it was? Wow. So she, she's very specific about that. You ever she knows the, her cigarettes. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Strip Tease with Demi Moore as a stripper? Mm, and now I never watched it. And Burt Reynolds played a uh, overly sexed politician of some sort who liked to grease up his whole body with Vaseline and wear only boots around the bedroom. Didn't see it. In, in that one, Ving Rames, I think it's Ving Rames's character, pretends to find cockroaches in his yogurt, but he he puts them in there and then tries to sue the company for hmm. that. Not There's a bad lot, idea. Lots of people have done that. Yeah. yeah. Remember the uh, uh, the galloping gourmet? Yes. Remember that guy? Uh, Graham. Graham something or other? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he used to to get like free meals and stuff. Mm-hmm. He would ha- he would like put slugs on his plate. I mean, he finished like half the food and then there'd be like a slug, you know, huh. like a live slug. He put it on the plate and then say, oh my God, there's a slug on my plate. And they'd give him a free dinner. Hmm. It's brilliant. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah, very good idea. Yes. 758. Graham Kerr. Yes, that was. I worked at McDonald's when I was a teenager. You know what they tell you in the training video? What they tell you that if somebody comes up to the counter and says, "Hey, you forgot my uh, Big Mac in my bag," even if you know they didn't buy it, you have to put it in the bag for them. Hmm. Like they, wow. yeah, customers always right. I'm telling you, that's the, that was their policy. That was their policy back in 1990 or something. I don't What's know wrong, what it is but now. It feels so right. 759 with back Steve and Dave and Kaczynski for one final day. Coming up next in the 102 second sports, a new pro sports team coming to Springfield. Straight ahead on Rock 102. It's Classic Rock. It's 812. And Eric Clapton with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be a scorcher out there again today. Uh, sunny and hot, hazy and humid with a high of 91. And then a chance of a late day thunderstorm to top it all off. Tomorrow, more of the same. And this lasts through the weekend all the way till Sunday. So. Good for you. Fantastic. It's, it's already 79 degrees in downtown Springfield. Speaking of this warm weather, uh, house flies, right? Yes. <sighs> Yesterday, 
Well, first of all, I saw, like, the other day, I saw one of them, uh, they're horse flies. They're big ones. Yeah. They're, they're pretty decent-sized flies. And this thing was, like, flying around my kitchen, and I finally took a took a magazine, if I have one of those. I think I just- Magazine? I folded, Where the hell did you, fo- you find one of those? I folded up computer printer paper and, oh, I and, and made it a magazine. And then I, I, I smacked it. Yesterday, probably late afternoon- I'm sitting in my like living room area, and I see uh, I see a fly uh, trying to bump up against the window, and then all of a sudden there were maybe a hundred of them, like all trying to get yeah. out the window. They're oh. all like disoriented, and they're all like, uh, and and so uh, uh, buddy uh, says, "Oh my God, look at all those look at all those flies!" And I said, "Get get get some book or get something." So there we were, like smacking these flies against the window. Yeah, and they were dying left and right. It was like uh, it was like remember that opening scene to Glory? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When the Civil War, where the guy's head gets blown right off. That's exactly what this fly looked like. I was like, Psh, smack, was smack, massacre. smack. I yeah. had I had yeah. the same. I mean, it's like he's telling my story from my apartment. The same thing, where I thought it was one fly, and I looked up at the top where they're yeah. all trying to escape. A hundred of them. Yeah, and it was I crazy. This, I did the same thing. I used my uh, my magazines yeah. to like uh, swat them all. And then I had to get a squeegee to yeah. squeegee the the mm-hmm. fly goo off mm-hmm. the windows yep. and the and the window sills. What, uh, what kind of magazines you use? Highlights and uh, cat fancy. For some reason, no. My subscriptions to those ran out years ago. I, I have. Um, I think it's called Connecticut Monthly or something. But I I don't know how I got. The- it's a period piece. Ah. <laughs> You know, but, uh, but it's but it just starts it started arriving, and I yeah. I didn't I didn't even order it. We're on this path, just Steve. Uh, these flies, yeah, they're moving kind of slow, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. They're they're not like uh, they're easily catchable. Same yeah. with the ones at my place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So years ago, COVID. Uh, no, it's not COVID. It's the heat. No, it's not necessarily the heat. Years ago, we had an infestation of mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about. Hundreds of flies, dozens of flies, and you can't kill them fast no. enough. No. Right. Because they keep, you, you think you killed a, a, a bunch of them, and they keep coming back. Eventually, what's what's happening here is these flies are starving to death, mm-hmm. and they're disgusting creatures. You know what yeah, they, they do when, when they eat? They 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 puke on their food. Mm. Then they have the food. Yum! They're yeah. disgusting. You got you can't. I mean, they're just unsightly. They're un, they're 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 annoying, and uh, they're pests. Mm-hmm. We hung uh, fly paper up. Oh yeah, I've done that before too. And these flies weren't strong enough to fly to the flypaper, <laughs> which would have you know eventually right. killed them once they get stuck in the flypaper. Right. What happens is all you know, they come into the house. They're looking for food. There's nothing there for them to eat, and they starve. Now they're trying to get out of your house, but that's why yeah. they hang on the windows. And if you just you just keep your pants on for a little bit. These things are going to die off all by themselves. Okay, but I I, I would rather not have them. You, you, the sound of the buzz and the Me too. And the, and the mm. smacking yep. against the window. Yeah. It's like all right, you're yep. uh, you're you're next. You're going through the gauntlet. I'm taking the book and I'm smashing you against the window. I did the same thing. I gave him one chance. I tried to open the window a crack. All right, yeah, that I'm giving work. you one chance to fly out, and either they're not smart enough to fly out, or they don't have the strength to fly out, or they're choosing not to fly out. And that point, I take the I, offensive. I chose not to open the window in fear that there would be more mm-hmm. something else coming in yep. because it's such a hot day. There's all kinds of crap flying around sure. out there. 
it was uh, it was awful. You know, and, you don't see very often anymore because everybody had them when we were kids. Bug zappers. Right. Did you ever have a zapper in your backyard when you were a kid? We also had the shell no pest strip. Did you ever have that? Yeah, no, we had had those too. But a bug zapper, I mean, the pest strip is, at at a certain point, it's just a gross thing in your house that you've got to get rid of. But the bug zapper was maybe the most satisfying human invention ever created. It's entertainment. When you hear a bug lose its life after 50,000 volts of electricity are coursing through its veins, Mm -hmm. it is wonderful. There's a whole, uh, (laughs) like, like group of YouTube people who do nothing but do that and show bug zappers and things. You know what the latest thing is, though? I saw a friend had this about five years ago. They're like tennis rackets. Yeah, uh, we've got yeah. those. We yep. got one. Yeah, that's better than the bug zapper. You should you should see me out there. I'm like uh, I'm like uh, Eli Nastasi, you know, doing the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. backhands and like I'm winning Wimbledon every time there's an infestation. Yeah, John McEnroe yeah. yelling it to people. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you cannot be serious. Do you take the two handed backhand, the double fisted, or it, do you? It, it, it depends. You know, sometimes yeah. I like to step into yeah. my swing. Okay. Uh, it also yeah. depends on the score. You know, if I'm two. if I'm oh. down, like say like uh, you know forty love, I'm right. gonna have to. You know, at least try to make a comeback and yeah. you know play the net. Come with a big serve. I got two yeah. for both hands. You know, wow. Nobody cares. Ted. That's like that's like <laughs> that's, but that's like ninja <laughs> stuff is what he's talking about. I know. I'm just trying to move away from Ted. Yeah, no, I understand. It's his last day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't. Pro- he already had his little. Uh, we, yeah, Steve's trying to protect son. himself emotionally yeah. from this. We can't rely on him anymore for the humor he's been providing. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, that tennis racket's a lot of fun. Right, and I, I have this stuff from Raid. It's like a fly spray thing, but I'm always worried about spraying aerosols like that, especially within a home. Sure. As outside the home, yeah. I can spray that. Like if I have a hornet's nest, you can well, spray you got, you got kids. Yeah, dog. you don't want uh, people breathing that crap in. You got mm-hmm. that guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, <laughs> you know what? I originally thought I'm like, are the flies coming in here because of that stupid guinea pig upstairs? It could be. It could be, and then you know you realize that, that they're not even anywhere near the thing. They're all down. It was all downstairs in like the kitchen and the and like the living room area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, because just like your kids, they don't want to pay attention to the well, guinea pig either. I mean, you know. Huh. There's nothing. I don't have like a filthy house. I have a cluttered house because mm-hmm. I have children. Sure. But I don't have like a like. There's not grime and filth everywhere. Mm-hmm. But it still prompted me enough after googling this thing though because it says ah flies come in because you're filthy and you're grimy and I'm like that's not gonna happen. That is not gonna happen. So I um, what you called? Uh, I cleaned everything. I, I like I bleached the sinks down, mm-hmm. like anywhere that they would mm-hmm. have, like any kind of like uh like home, like feeding spots. Sure. I I like bleached everything down. I washed the trash can out. I did all this stuff. Uh, and uh, I haven't seen them since I killed them. And it took like a good half hour to kill all these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they they've got all these you know these natural you know fly traps and and and. You know, fluids you can uh, spray around your house, and I'm kind of like, uh, kind of like you. If these things are going to die on their own, yeah, and they often do, especially when you know they're moving around slow and mm-hmm. they look like they're all punch drunk and stuff. Yep, they're going to die on their own. But you know, you just you, know, you don't really think that way when they're when they first uh, when they're first around. I, I'm telling you, we had we had hundreds uh, the year that we got uh, infested, and I hated it. But man. Killing them with that uh, battery-powered tennis racket was fun. And you still uh, have that thing or not? Uh, I think we have one left. Where do you get them? 
You get them online, or do you can, can you go yeah, somewhere? You can, them, you can get them online. You can get them in uh, like Walmart. Probably sells okay. them. Right. Uh, Target. Other, probably Target to mm. uh, other retailers around the area. Nice. Uh, somebody had suggested this, and I had seen this a while ago. It's called Bug Assault. You ever see one of these? No. They're guns that you put regular salt into, and then you shoot the fly with the sun with the salt, salt gun. Sweet. Yeah. And that uh, and that kills them. Uh, yeah. At the port of Los Angeles, a shipping container holds new weapons in a man's battle against one of his oldest adversaries, the housefly. The mastermind behind this arsenal is Lorenzo Magor, an eighth grade dropout turned artist, makes an unlikely merchant of death. <laughs> The 51-year-old who favors cargo shorts and uh, wraparound glasses is a surfer and yoga practitioner who speaks in a distinctly Southern California accent. Hmm. But he uh, he created this thing. No, yeah, they're like uh, they're like uh, pump fi- fifty action. bucks. Yeah, pump action stuff. That would be a lot of fun to go all Terminator on those things, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, but I don't know if I want to spend forty bucks on a salt gun. Mm-hmm. Although it is advertised as cheaper than a tank of gas. Well, so is everything else right now. <laughs> there you go. It'll be sick to salt your food, you know, just shoot. You know, that would be kind of cool, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely you do, right. You can do it to your house guests. It's uh, 822. Rock 102 with Tom Petty and Vax, Steve, and Dave on the final day for our intern. The last day. Kaczynski. You got lucky, Ted. You only have to hear that song once. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he is. Uh, he is one of the lucky ones. Did you see? Ah. This, you see this? Uh, the story out of MIT that, that came out this week. Oh, is it? Uh, have they tested out a brand new way to flush a toilet or no, something like that? Th- this is actually even uh, more interesting than that mm, story. Yeah, what do they got? Apparently, they detected a radio signal from deep space. Oh yeah, I did see this, and it only lasted a few uh, milliseconds. Uh, <laughs> the signal lasted for this latest one lasted three seconds. And uh, just like a radio burst of, uh, of noise from what they believe is a galaxy billions of light years away. Uh, they don't know what it means or, or what it is. Uh, and, of course, uh, they weren't able to be the 10th caller at 293-1021 to find out what mm-hmm. it was. And then, uh, well, we have uh, Jeff Bridges come down uh, to the Earth and uh, start singing Satisfaction because that's the radio signals we sent into space. That was yes. a, that's a pretty cool movie, by the way, with he and Karen Allen. That was actually a pretty very good movie. Yeah, and I, I love the part where he's discovering how the traffic light works. And he says, I have figured it out. Red light stop, green light go, yellow light go very fast. Yeah. yeah see, there you go. So apparently there are radio stations in deep space, probably yeah. also playing Tom Petty five times a day. Can but how you- do they know How do they know that it's a radio? Like, I understand they, it, they've identified it as a, quote, radio signal. But because- how, do they, how can they attribute that to something other than just... Random noise. Hey, what do I gotta do? I gotta, I gotta hold your hand through all this. Yeah, it was a two for Tuesday. That's oh. how they figured it out. Okay. And when they decipher the radio signal, they'll go, "Oh, come the mass hat isn't from Massachusetts." <laughs> 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 it's just about eight thirty-two. News is next to Rock One Hundred Two. Tomorrow night, the Free Music Friday concert series returns to MGM Springfield. It's going on now through September second with local bands playing at the MGM Plaza in Springfield South End every Friday night from seven thirty to nine. Great local bands like Max Creek. Aquanet, Back in Black, The Unforgettable Fire, and Trailer Trash. To check out the full lineup, go to mgmspringfield.com slash entertainment. Plus, White Lion Brewing will be down there, and local food trucks like Hot Oven Cookies, North Elm Butcher Block, La Mesa, Sun Kim Bop, and Holy Okamas. 
Tomorrow, it's going to be Red Matter, formerly Terrapin, the Grateful Dead tribute. A great night for live music tomorrow night, only at MGM Springfield, your entertainment destination. At Leo Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the Make This the Summer event is on now. Featuring the adventurous Jeep Gladiator with serious towing capacity, along with removable doors and roof. Plus, every new Leo Jeep is back with Wave complimentary customer care, including oil changes, tire rotations, roadside assistance, and more. We value you before, during, and after the sale. Offering complimentary rides for service appointments and stress-free 0% service financing. Your current vehicle will never be worth more. Cash in with Leo at Leo Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram King Street in Northampton. Here's what's happening with Rock 102. Tonight at the Yard Tavern in Enfield, come play mixtape match trivia starting at 6.30, happy hour 3 to 6, King Street, Enfield. Stop by Farley Max and Simsbury for the best pub food in town. Enjoy delicious pub food and live music with Dave Sadlowski. At the Still in Agawam tonight from 6 to 9, it's the Storytellers. Extensive drink menu and incredible chef-prepared food. Springfield Street, Agawam. At the Rumble Seat in Chicopee coming this Sunday, a 10 a.m. showing of the live All-Irish Senior Football Championship. TV's in and out. And that's what's happening. Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chicopee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com. 834. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car. Whether you're traded or not, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. High heat warning again from the National Weather Service. Possibly severe thunderstorms early afternoon. And cooling centers available if you're looking to cool off. But don't go taking a dip in the Connecticut River. We already know that because of the sewage problem. On top of that, Springfield Police spokesman Ryan Walsh had to warn people yesterday not to go swimming where there are no lifeguards. Places like Watershops Pond, Indian Leap and Five Mile Pond, among others. So stay away. Don't go taking dips in those areas. That's from his mom, Cheryl. <laughs> I don't believe Cheryl Claproot is his mom. Well, I mean, uh, she'd probably be like, Ryan, you go out and tell the nice people that to stay away from the water ponds. My mom says uh, you shouldn't be going out there without <laughs> yeah. any unsupervised people. Especially after eating, when he got away to half an hour after eating, right? Right. Yeah. Westfield police are investigating an incident at the TD Bank on Main Street where a person fraudulently withdrew thousands of dollars from another person's account. Now, they got a picture of the suspect on the surveillance camera. We talked about this a couple of hours ago. The suspect looks like some sort of character from a horror movie. If you check it out at 22 News, the picture is kind of frightening. This individual withdrew thousands of dollars by using a fake ID with the victim's name and the suspect's photo on it. Yeah, but you know, they've got a big smile on their puss, which yep. makes me think they just can't believe they just were able to <laughs> Get withdraw away. that yeah. much money from this account. With a stupid... Uh, do you think that's makeup, by the way, or is that the real person? On I that think that's the real person, but they're wearing a, rig big, uh, you know, a real big wide brim hat. Yes. And uh, smiling away like, I can't believe I just got away with this. Mm. The West Springfield Police Department asking for the public's help in identifying another man allegedly involved in the theft of two electric bikes from a home on LaBelle Street. The incident happened at 5.45 in the evening. Police say the man also appears to be the same person who stole 
a white 2012 Ford F-150 from New Bridge Street earlier in the day. So he steals he steals cars and he steals bikes. Well, and did, he, did he need the truck auto. to steal the bikes? Uh, maybe. There's a picture of him actually riding one of the bikes he's stealing and holding the handlebars of the other. So he's a very talented, maybe a circus performer of some sort. You see the picture I'm talking oh, yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Steve's character from GTA, man. Right? Yeah, me trying to steal the bikes. That's right, Ted. <laughs> Look at you with the callbacks this morning. <laughs> You're well on your way to becoming Dave Coombs too. <laughs> Isn't he proud? Uh, well, but- you got to aim. You got to set your sights high. Uh, well, you set the bar low, and then you go high, and then you won't have to worry about anybody right. uh, focusing on your failure. Now, this uh, the dude with the electric bites. Right. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a gray-haired fellow, yes. which makes me think, if I'm you know judging inappropriately, that he is. Uh, a little bit more mature uh, to be uh, to be, maybe too mature to be stealing bikes on the road two two at a time. You don't he doesn't look like your stereotypical bike thief. No, but again, very talented, very agile. Well, you're just you're just judging that on a uh, a still photograph. Yeah, I'd like to see some video. Maybe he's you know, this is just a slice of life. Show right. me a little bit of action, and then we can judge whether he's talented or not. And there are close-ups of him from that uh, home surveillance camera as well. If you scroll past the initial photograph of him actually stealing the electric bikes, there's close-ups of the guy. So maybe they'll catch this guy soon, too. Can't get away with anything these days. Mm. Speaking of which, there was a big drug bust in southeastern Mass. Ten individuals facing up to 20 years in prison for allegedly distributing drugs throughout southeastern Mass and Rhode Island. Authorities learning the group was regularly distributing multi-kilograms of fentanyl out of a stash house in Fall River. Now, what's interesting is the list of names. The arrests included those of Estarlin Ortiz Alcantara, Mario Rafael Dominguez Ortiz, Yuri Francisco Garcia Rodriguez, otherwise known as Osorio Pizarro, which is his alias, Jose Santiago, Edwin Colazzo, Jason Cruz, Michael Pacheco, Rafael Cesar Cabreja Jimenez, Alfredo Rodriguez, and Rebecca Bartholomew. One of these things is not like the other. Which is what? Rebecca Bartholomew. She's a woman? Not only that, yes, she's a woman. Well, you know. Just the names of all the other individuals who are taken in along with her. You know, not to, listen, uh, in this... In this, uh, you know, woke-minded world, I know. You know who are we to judge uh, her? And you know, if if a woman wants to buy illegal drugs in a drug house, then you know what she is as capable of doing that as any other man, or and sell, Alfredo. or sell them, or sell them, or sell them. You know, whatever whatever she's doing, you know, good on her. You you go, lady. You uh, you you show you show the boys that you're as capable as any of them. And Alfredo, Alfredo's delicious. You know. He was good hard point, to argue with that. Yeah, yeah good absolutely. Point. I do love a good Alfredo. Good stuff, man, I swear. A sixth suspect arrested <laughs> Wednesday in connection with a drug enforcement operation in Springfield. 26-year-old Sean Perry of Springfield was attempting to buy some drugs from undercover law enforcement officers conducting drug transactions in the High and School Street areas. Starring Sean Perry and... Trayshawn Perry. And Trayshawn Perry. Perry. And not only was he involved, but others were involved as well. 
these individuals surrounding one of the police officers undercover before he was able to effect the arrest in the situation. The undercover officer was struck in the face by one of the man, one of the men who surrounded him, and another man hit the officer with a bottle of Patron. That's a uh, that's, that's what a waste of Patron. Well, I was right? gonna say what yeah. a waste. Patron is very expensive. Uh, who's got the money in this economy right, to be yeah. buying stuff like that, and not uh, only buying that but wasting it by hitting it right. against if, the police officer? I mean, if you're buying the Patron extra añejo, that's one hundred and two dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's serious stuff. Cop and, is very valuable now. And it is. And speaking of wasting booze, check this head- headline out. Boston woman bites and spits at transit police officers after pouring beer over MBTA operator's head. Uh, what kind of beer? Doesn't say. Again, this is kind of reporting is very shabby. Well, I mean, are you talking about like a like a like a hand brewed uh, you know craft beer, or are you talking about say like a mass produced Bush Light? I wish the story had those details. Because if it's a bush light, you're dealing with somebody a favor. Mm. Have, a, have a drink, clink, found the Bud Light. Bad bitches like me are hard to come by with the Patron on. Let's go get it on. Zone on. Yes, I'm in the zone. <laughs> Who is that? Is That's it? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yes. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I do that. See, Ted got it. He's a youngster. Of course he knows that stuff. Transit police officers responding to a call in this case around 10 p.m. on Tuesday for a, quote, disorderly group on an MBTA bus in Boston. The group had fled prior to the officers arriving. The MBTA driver telling police the woman had poured beer over his head and another member of the group kicked the bus door, causing a spider web crack in the window. Officers searching the area and found one Shatia Butler. You know, I, I, you know here we are talking you know, two stories in a row where somebody is wasting perfectly right. good uh, right. alcohol. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly. That's alcohol abuse when you come down to it. <laughs> yeah, go. like pour it in my mouth at least. Come on. You know, even if it, even, even if it is a beer from a 24-pack of Bush Light, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm talking about the 12-ounce cans now, that's 17, that's almost $18, you know, of, of beer right there. Top-notch, uh, you know, skunk piss that stuff is. And you're wasting it in a situation like this? Same thing with like a forty fifty dollar bottle of Patron. Mm-hmm. That's an outrage. I agree. People should should be nowhere near organized society. I agree, Bax. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate your backup. It's eight forty two with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock Springfield's Classic Rock eight fifty, and Bon Jovi with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock one hundred two. Some potentially severe thunderstorms in the afternoon and highs in the mid nineties. Once again, you know, my car yesterday registered a hundred. I was looking at it, not miles per hour but 100 degrees i don't think i've ever seen that on my car before really yeah wow it happens uh listen hey uh the wing thing is coming back and tickets are on sale now at rock102.com brought to you by dave minor exterior home improvements and the tommy car auto group it's gonna be a great day of uh, eating a lot of wings and plus there'll be hors d'oeuvres and adult beverages and the james paul band will be down there and again, buy your tickets at rock102.com. It's the wing thing, tossed in sauce by Log Rolling Catering, Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, Saturday, August 27th at the Barney Estate in Forest Park from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, we were talking about seeds the other day or yesterday, uh, you know, things you plant, uh, you know, how to cultivate things. And, you know, yeah. mm. there's a, in Delaware, they're using tidy whiteies to help Delaware farmers keep their crops in check. Hmm. Farmers have found a new use for the cotton breeze by burying them under the soil. 
within the crops. Ooh. Ew. Well, well, clean ones, I assume. They're old and used. That's what they said. Mm. In the beginning of May, the Sussex Conservation District planned, uh, planted several pairs of 100% cotton underwear in farm fields in Georgetown. They're saying that the microbes, you know, when they at the end of the season, when they pull the underwear back out, most of the underwear is disintegrated. All you got left is that elastic band. Right. That actually is a sign of good soil. Hmm. I had so you no soil idea. Soil yourself. You're good for the soil. How about that? Huh. It's interesting how mm-hmm. nature works. Damn, nature, you crazy. I've been in Georgetown, Delaware before, by the way. There's nothing there. What you do with your underpants? I might have left them behind. Yeah, so well, they, now they're yeah. using them. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They can do a little agricultural work down there. Yep. Yeah. Now, next time you eat a ear of corn, you might be eating a little bit of Dave Coombs, too. Yep. Ooh, thank you very much. One of the radio stations down there, literally in a Quonset hut that looks like something out of Gilligan's Island. Did you work there, too? I actually, I was out of work at the time, and they offered me a job there, and I turned turned it down. What would turn you away from Delaware? Right, I know. Uh, The actual station was located in Georgetown, Delaware, but all the activities for the station were downtown where everything was happening in Ocean City, Maryland, which Mm. is a beautiful resort area. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so if what about like uh, with like socks? Like, a, would like tube socks be uh, good for the earth? Uh, they're saying that they could use other products. They mm-hmm. tried uh, tidy whities though because they are uh, this particular brand. They didn't say what brand is a hundred percent cotton. Hmm. What about thongs? Again, it has to be a hundred percent cotton. I've okay. never seen a hundred. Thongs usually aren't typically cotton, are they? Well, the know. ones that I wear are usually uh, yeah. like more of a synthetic fabric, <laughs> mm-hmm. not real, really? bre- not real breathable. But uh, you know, I like the feel. A thong on me is like dental floss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it. Or yeah. like a slingshot. Yeah, it looks, looks like like one of those <laughs> things you like a water balloon launcher. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> there's one. There's one in the uh, the one in the chamber there. Two in the chamber actually. You know, it's this kind of uh, discussion between the three of us that I'm sure uh, Ted Kaczynski over here is thinking, man, so good to go on a high note. Mm. Uh, so good to go when uh, things are at a frantic pace. Yeah. What kind of underwear do you wear, Ted? Jesus, don't, don't, don't we have to have that <laughs> discussion? Don't. You, you don't wear, about? hey, look at you. Yeah, yeah, right. Commando over there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like Commander Commando. Not like he's one that wearing the pair with the brown and white stripes with the big yellow polka dot in the front. Thank <laughs> maybe, God for that. Maybe it's best for all of us today is your last day. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I already feel like we know way too much as it is. <laughs> Without having to go the underwear route. Well, well, Steve brought it up. I mean, I'm just you're the one who asked him. I know. Yeah, you asked him <laughs> he, what kind of underwear he was. Wearing. He was talking about agriculture. Okay, I was and just farming. talking about farmers planting underwear in the soil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't pop up little tiny little uh, you know uh, underoos. That's how they grow underoos. They plant the tidy like, whiteies like, and like really? training like training pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah pull ups. Hmm. Coming out of the ground. Little He-Man underoo comes out there. Nothing wrong with that. No, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Fair yeah, enough. You're out, you're out of material. That's I've, got, I've kind of tapped Isn't out. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. Ted, congratulations yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for finishing your two-week uh, journey on the Back Stephen Day show. Yeah, seriously, Not- guys. Thank you once again for um, having me on. It's been so much fun. no thank you now you uh you go have a blast up in that sales office mm. oh Ooh. you're gonna have fun. Ooh, and then uh two weeks after that i'm with pat kelly 
So wow. in the afternoon. Ooh, boy, you're gonna be at that point. You're gonna be begging to go back to sales. <laughs> Pat's been trying to figure out how he can get vacation that week. By the way, is that what he said? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, oh, somebody wants to take vacation when Pat's around. Yeah, right? no, no, no kidding. No kidding. Well, thank you very much, Ted, for, yeah, and best guys. of luck uh, on the rest of your internship now get and in the, in the uh, the school year. Now yeah, leave. Thank you guys so much. You're okay. welcome. It's uh, eight fifty six with back Steve and Dave on Rock one hundred two. 